0: Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts, our host, Professor Marcus Maurer, is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss All Things Urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome back to All Things Urticaria, the podcast series brought to you by the UCare Network. My name is Marcus Maurer and I have with me today Emek, the head of the UK Air, Istanbul. Emek, how, how are you?
1: Hey, Marcus. I'm fine, thank you. And how are you?
0: Thank you. Uh, so great for you to join us right uh, now, a couple of days before Global UCARE Forum. But I want to talk to you about uh, the two projects that you have led in the UCARE network, two very interesting and important projects. Thanks for doing that. You really are a motor. Um, uh, in what uh, the UK network does, um, you led a very interesting activity called COVID CU. Can you tell us a little bit more about this?
1: Yes. First of all, I want to tell you that I regret so much that I cannot uh, attend the global urticaria forum face to face, but I could be there online. So I regret that so much. And then, so this is these are the COVID. 19 times it's a pandemic we are living with this fact and then um, so our practice uh, changed hugely with this uh, COVID-19 pandemic so uh, we had many questions you know Marcus we had many questions from the patients from our colleagues how we will manage chronic urticaria will we keep on biological treatment Or will uh, urticaria be worse during COVID-19? Or what will we do with these patients? Shall we do remote consultations? Mm -hmm. And you had many less patients, I'm sure. We we just sat down and waited for our patients, but there were no referrals. Everybody was so afraid. So uh, with these in mind, we made this study on COVID-19, the uh, impact of uh, COVID-19. And we wanted to learn how the UCARE specialists, ur- urticariologists, manage uh, urticaria patients during this pandemic.
0: This was a global global project. So you really reached out to all of the more than 100 UCARes and uh, you had prepared a questionnaire. Can you tell us a little bit about um, how, how the care network responded to this project?
1: The response rate rate was really high, and we were very happy to have that. uh, It was like 86%, 95 of the 110 UCARES uh, responded and sent their data. On so we had some data on chronic urticaria patients who uh, who who were diagnosed with COVID-19 infection, and so. We had very nice data on uh, 79 patients and how the uh, physicians managed uh, chronic urticaria during, during this pandemic.
0: Interesting. And uh, what, were some of, what were some of the highlights? How did the pandemic change the way that you care treat patients with chronic urticaria?
1: Yes, um, first of all, uh, the referrals uh, decreased substantially. Mm-hmm. The, uh, The weekly number of the patients decreased more than 50% in uh, many of the uh, centers and uh, the main reason was the uh, reduced referrals. And um, the UKARE physicians were also involved in COVID-19 care. So this also impacted uh, the chronic urticaria care. And face-to-face consultations decreased substantially. Remote consultations uh, were met, made instead.
0: Emek, how was this for you? How was this for you, for you UKARE? Does it re- does the global response reflect what happened in Istanbul?
1: Yes. it it's really very similar we we had very less uh, referrals of patients really and we had also removed uh consultations via whatsapp via telephone call yeah. and some uh, yeah some of the patients could not come for their injections but what i uh, observed was chronic urticaria patients were so eager to get their injections uh, with the treatments and didn't want to have a flare up of urticaria during the pandemic sure. so they came for their injections. Let's talk
0: about that a little bit because we know that viral infections can trigger acute urticaria obviously Um, but we also know that viral infections and SARS COV-2 is not an exception can make chronic urticaria worse maybe especially chronic spontaneous urticaria. Um, What what did the project uh, find out on this?
1: Uh, yes, this is a good point uh, to make. Yeah, we, we all know very well that viral infections uh, cause acute urticaria and may cause exacerbations of chronic urticaria. And COVID 19 is not an exception, uh, really. Uh, Must cells are uh, activated via viral particles, via the high affinity receptors, Toll-like receptors, or complementary centers, and then we have an exacerbation of the disease. And in, in our study, yes, uh, almost 40% of the patients had an exacerbation of uh, their chronic urticaria when they had COVID-19 infection.
0: Emek, this is very interesting because you talk about the connection between the viral infection and the chronic spontaneous urticaria. Now, in this uh, covid CU study, there were quite a lot of patients who had chronic spontaneous urticaria or chronic urticaria and contracted COVID-19. Um, there were some patients where the viral infection did not affect the disease activity of, of their chronic urticaria, but some um, were uh, markedly affected by this. Can, can you give us a little bit of a picture of what it means for chronic spontaneous urticaria patients or what it can mean um, when they get infected with SARS-CoV-2 and contract COVID-19.
1: Yes, um, of course, they have a stress when they have infection because uh, they will, they will think, can I be able to get my treatment? Will my mm-hmm. urticaria be activated? Because they usually tell us that when they have infections, they have an exacerbation of uh, urticaria. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they ha- they uh, experience experience a lot of stress in their body and I'm sure this stress uh, has also something to do with the aggravation of urticaria. One percent of the patients uh, continued their urticaria treatment while they had the infection Okay. and 33 percent were on omalizumab treatment, two patients were taking uh, cytosporine, but these treatments did not impact the uh, COVID-19 course in these patients so that's, it is from the treatment they are taking.
0: That's good, but, but, but on the flip side, I understand that 30% of the CSU patient who uh, were infected uh, had increased disease activity of their urticaria, or maybe even more uh, when you look only at the patients with severe COVID-19.
1: Uh, Yes, COVID-19, severe COVID-19 patients had more uh, aggravated urticaria, but we had uh, patients 96% of the uh, patients had mild uh, COVID-19 infection actually, they didn't have a a severe uh, course of COVID-19. So this is also nice to know, I believe, because we we can say that uh, to our urticaria patients that you won't have a bad uh COVID-19 infection because of your urticaria, but because of maybe their other comorbidities, they can have a bad COVID-19 course. We, we don't know, but in our study, we had a uh, year, uh, um, age approximately was around 43, and uh, the patients were women. So these are uh, associated with a, a good uh, outcome of COVID-19 infection. We know mm. this.
0: Mm, no, that's very important, Emek, and I think that's uh, interesting um, for all our listeners. That COVID nineteen for you as a urticaria patient is uh, not more likely to happen or more likely to become bad. Uh, that's that's uh, of course the fear that many patients have. But on the other hand, it is just as important to know for chronic spontaneous urticaria patients that when they do get infected, they should be ready for increased urticaria activity and therefore maintain good treatment. Maybe to to sum this up, Emek, what is your personal take on how should we treat chronic spontaneous urticaria during the times of this pandemic? Should we change something or should we continue the way we have done this over the last years?
1: Yes, uh, I agree with the study uh, results. Actually, our colleagues from the UK centers also uh, did not change treatments, especially the biological treatment, the antihistamines. So we also uh, we we made a paper out of this study, and we concluded. Now I'm making the conclusions, and we concluded that uh, chronic urticaria physicians who take care of chronic urticaria patients during covid-19 pandemic should keep the treatment and should be aware that aware that uh, chronic urticaria may exacerbate during covid-19 pand- uh, d- uh, infection and uh, they have to keep on the treatment they have to maintain patient's treatment but uh, maybe they we we have to be cautious on uh, immunosuppressive treatments like cyclosporine and, uh, systemic steroids. Uh, for prolonged uh, times they may cause immunosuppression and increased yes. risk of uh, infections. So we must be cautious on these.
0: Thank you, for keep on- th- treatments. thank you for this very nice summary and thank you again for running this project Emek. You, you hold the world record in UCARE projects, two completed projects and your next one is already on the way. It's just too, so great to have you in the network and to make us all work harder and do these interesting studies. And I want to spend a little bit of time on one of the first UK projects ever done, uh, also led by you, with the um, uh, a very enigmatic name PRECCU. What does PRECCU stand for? Why did you start this project, Emek?
1: uh marcus first of all thank you for your nice words uh, this is we owe this to you you know you make us work you make us motivated so i i am thankful to you so thanks for being there standing for us you always support our projects so it's so nice to be a part of this and coming to prague see you uh, we wanted, you know, there is not so much on treatment and how um, pregnancy um, runs during chronic urticaria. There is so less uh, knowledge on the literature about this.
0: So and and it's keep- so important Emek, no? If you think about uh, chronic spontaneous urticaria, it's a female disease. Four right. out of five or, or, or three out of five patients are female. And and when does it start? Well, between 20, 30, 40, 40 years old. So it's so important to learn yes. about uh, the uh, effects of chronic urticaria on pregnancy and the effects of pregnancy on chronic urticaria. So so, what did this project find out? Let's, uh, let's learn from this project.
1: Yes, yes. As you say, uh, it's a female disease, but we don't know how urticaria impacts pregnancy and uh, we know that uh, patients have premenstrual flare-ups, but we don't know how the drugs, how uh, oral contraceptives uh, impact the disease. There is only a minor study on that. Uh, It's it's from France, uh, from 16 patients. They said that um, pregnancy did not have, have an impact on chronic urticaria but we wanted to mo- know more and we reached out the uk and uh, we had nice results we had uh, 13 uh, countries participating in this uh, study and uh, we had 288 uh, questionnaires responded and uh, there were 47 questions in this questionnaire uh, about how how the uh, urticaria presented during uh, during pregnancy. And uh, what we found, uh, first of all, uh, there are some uh, findings on disease activity, mm. and there are some findings on, on treatment patterns. So uh, this is a two feet uh, study we can say, because we will, I, I believe that we have to publish two different papers on this study. And so, so we, asked the patients how was their urticaria, how was the disease activity during uh, pregnancy and um, more than half of the patients said the disease activity did not increase but 43 percent said that their their disease activity increased during pregnancy and uh, most of these increments were during the first and third trimester. And uh, There was a less attendance of emergency. It was only 10% in the patients. They uh, attended the emergency, especially at the first and third trimesters, parallel to the increases of uh, disease activity and the angioma frequency lowered, decreased during pregnancy. And uh, 51% reported that their area got better and 20% said it didn't change
0: those are very interesting uh, and important results, Emek. So let me just uh, try to summarize. That means that when you are a chronic spontaneous carrier patient and you become pregnant, chances are that things will stay the same or even get better, but in four out of ten patients things can get worse is that maybe a fair summary of what the yes
1: yes it's only 30 percent said my urticaria got worse during pregnancy so uh it's it doesn't change or it's even one uh, gets uh, better during pregnancy so it's so nice to know and uh, it was better during the uh, second trimester so mm. i believe that urticaria behaves more like autoimmune diseases rather than atopic diseases because it we is. know that
0: it is an autoimmune disease in most patients no that makes complete sense
1: I want to emphasize on make an emphasize on this because atopic dermatitis and asthma tends to worsen during the second trimester. We know that there is a shift of TH2 uh, response during the second trimester. So, but the autoimmune diseases tend to get uh, better during the second trimester Mm -hmm. and we know that and urticaria behaves similarly. So it was an interesting thing too.
0: Eme, if you had one recommendation to the urticaria treating physicians out there on how to deal with pregnancy in their patients Uh, what would it be what 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 is your advice on chronic spontaneous urticaria during pregnancy
1: yes so uh, first of all uh, i think it's good to say that urticaria tends to be better not worse during pregnancy and we need to keep on their treatment we shouldn't let the patient have exacerbations and have stress with omelizumab we need to talk to the patient and decide uh, because it's it's uh, pregnancy category b but we we need to talk with the patient before making this decision and one important point about uh, omelizumab is that it has a very long half life it's 26 days and we have to multiply it by five then it's 130 days uh, it takes 130 days for up to leave the body so, if we will decide to uh, wean uh, omalizumab treatment, we have to do it be- before one hundred thirty days before uh, conceiving. So, this must be kept in mind. But we don't need to wean omalizumab treatment, I believe, uh, and we we can keep on antihistamines. Um, the guidelines suggest use of cetirizine and loratadine because they have the safest, uh, the most uh, evidence. Uh, about safety. And uh, what else can be said?
0: Um... Well, those are the two important things, Emek. you said them, no? Put good information <laughs> to your patients and put good treatment uh, in their hands. This is uh, important in pregnancy just uh, as much as it is important outside of pregnancy, but it is more important during pregnancy as your study, as prec has shown. Look, Emic, I could do this all day, but we have to go. Um, but not without leaving um, you with one question that I have for you. No, goof is next week, everyone is very excited. What are you most looking forward to with this year's Global Uticaria Forum?
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to meet all of you face to face, of course, first Mm. of all. But uh, of course, it's impossible. So um, I'm meeting to all the oral presentations and all the updates. And there are discussions, press and cons. And I like these two. And I like the poster discussions also. All of them I like very much, and I'm also looking forward to the new guideline meeting.
0: Emek, thank you so much. That was fun. Um, I will be looking forward to seeing you at GOOF, and you have uh, prominent contributions there. So good fun and good luck, and enjoy your presentations there. Uh, Folks, this is all the time we have for now. Uh, Please join us on our next episodes of All Things Urticaria. My guest today was Emek from the Istanbul UKARE. Thank you so much, Emek, for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Marcus. It was fun to talk to you.
0: And uh, this is it. Thank you very much for listening. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into UKARE. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from MedThority, have a lovely week.